0: Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Carla White about how she helps businesses through gratitude and abundance mindset. Carla is the first woman to launch an iPhone app. It's the Gratitude Journal and has been on the top of the charts for over 10 years with no funding and with a one-woman team. She's a host of the Radical Shift podcast, which is voted top 20 podcast to listen to in 2020 by Entrepreneur Magazine. She's also featured on Oprah, New York Times, NPR, BBC, and countless other publications. Welcome, Carla. Hey, thanks for having me, Virginia. So glad that you're here with us today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: yourself, kind of like your background, what it was like growing up? Yeah. So I grew up in Middle America on a farm in South Dakota, uh, with a lot of siblings, a lot of cousins, a lot of animals, and um, <laughs> uh, we didn't go on a lot of vacations at all or anything like that. We pretty much lived hand to mouth. Uh, Farming is a very hard uh, uh, enterprise to to become profitable in. And uh, I I learned how, I mean, the benefits are I learned how to do hard work at a very young age and uh, didn't shy away from hard work. In fact, it was just something you did. It was second nature. So um, I think that was one of the biggest benefits of growing up there.
0: We have had a similar background. (laughs) I grew up on a farm too.
1: Oh, you did? Where
0: at? I did up in Northern Alberta, or actually Northern BC, up in Dawson Creek. Mm
1: -hmm. So you know, getting up and having to feed the livestock or get out in the fields. or.
0: Oh yeah. And funny story or side note, I actually didn't have electricity or running water growing up.
1: Oh! So that's really (laughs) hardcore. That is really hardcore. No running water. Did you guys have an outhouse? We did. Yeah. In Canada. (laughs) Ah. In the winter. Yeah, you leave the lid up in the winter,
0: otherwise frost builds up.
1: Wow. So I bet every time in the winter, in the middle of the night, you're just like, thank you, God. I oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. I very much appreciate running water and especially a flushing toilet. <laughs>
1: yeah. So so you spent your whole uh, childhood without running water or electricity?
0: Yes. So the first place that I moved to, like that I actually lived at that had it was when I moved away to college.
1: That I mean, what is that normal? Is that common? I mean, now hearing the the guest is interviewing the host. <laughs> no, it's actually not normal. Like all of our neighbors had it,
0: all okay. of our neighbors did. So,
1: right, right. Wow, that's some grit. Bravo, you.
0: <laughs> Thanks. So, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, well, you know, you know what it's like growing up on a farm. You're just like, that is entrepreneurship at its core, right? That's our founding fathers, founding parents, uh, grandparents' entrepreneurship. And so I, like, I did not really see uh, an adult figure go into a nine to five job. Um, My mom was a photographer and a writer for the local newspaper and you know, okay, she had an employer, but even still, she was using her creativity and making money from her creativity. And same with my dad, right? You made money from your creativity. That's just what I learned. But um, if you actually wanted to have some money in the bank account, you got to get a job. That's also what I learned. So I went on to get an MBA and MIS, uh, learn different languages, all this stuff. Um, Got my first job at the Pentagon, getting rid of nuclear weapons in the former Soviet Union, like this was a three point five billion dollar project. I thought like okay i 've arrived this is it. but the irony of it is is that growing up you know we 're taught all these different things, like one plus two equals three or you know, like all this stuff, but we aren 't taught the art of negotiation we aren 't taught the art of selling or anything like that and so, although I had this really cool job, I was still broke as a joke uh I was living um in a pretty rundown neighborhood, a crack neighborhood I was the only white person in the neighborhood uh I didn't have any extra money whatsoever uh and eventually, long story short, I ended up after a couple of years leaving that job because I just hated. The, the game of the job was to spend as much tax dollar money as possible, as quick as possible, before Congress took it away. And so that's what I would do all day. I would buy all this stuff, and we'd ship it over to Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Belarus, and then it would get intercepted by the Russian mafia. They'd sell it on the black market, you know, like, it was just a joke. And um, then I would go home to these streets just blocks away from our Capitol building where these kids could definitely use a small sliver of that money would change their lives forever. Um, and that juxtaposition of every single day just drove me nuts. So I ended up quitting the job and couldn't get another one. And so here I was spoke multiple languages, MBA, MIS great resume living out of my car because I couldn't make any money. Um, and, uh, uh, It took a long time before I realized that it isn't so much having a good resume. It's about being able to sell yourself, being able to sell anything, being able to negotiate. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're like the best person, the most hardworking person, it's, can you negotiate? And, um, it took me a long time to discover that. So after, After living out of my car, I did get a really good job with a software company, got acquired by Microsoft, was living in Europe uh, with Microsoft, working for Microsoft, traveling all over the world, and then uh, left that position, started my first business, and it was hard. I'll tell you, we were in London. It was super hard. It was making, we weren't making ends meet, and uh, came back to the States after that venture thinking, okay, being an entrepreneur is hard work. I'm never going to do that again. But after, I don't know, about a year here, um, I was going through a lot of different changes, both mentally and personally, and um, not coping with them well. And at it was in Dealing with like it was hurting my health, it was hurting everything. Like, I couldn't sleep, I had insomnia, I was taking sleep aids, I was doing all this stuff, and uh, ended up with pneumonia and um, realized that I have to do like it was really killing me. So, I came home and started to just take care of my mindset more. And that's when I came across keeping a gratitude journal, which seemed easy enough, like, just write down a few things each day that uh, were, were good that day. That's it. That's all what a gratitude journalist. You just like every day, just write down what's good. So I was doing that for about two months. I'm out for a walk and I'm thinking about the things I want to write in that journal that night. And I'm like, okay, well, I got a new job offer and it was with NASA and, um, I am sleeping really good and I lost some weight. And, uh, I was just going through all this stuff in my head and I had this aha moment that my life had like crazily changed in like just a couple of months ago when I was dealing with pneumonia and I was trying to put my finger on, well, what was the magic thing that I did? What was that magic pill? And I was like racing through my mind, like, what did I all try? What did I do? And when I landed on, oh, it's that gratitude journal. That's it. That's when I thought I got to tell the world about this. Now at that point I'm in South Dakota. Um, I know nothing, um, about making apps or anything like that. But at that point, I didn't even have an iPhone. Uh, they just came on the market. But I thought, I'm going to make an iPhone app. <laughs> and Spent like months trying to figure it out and launched it, hoping at least one person would download the app. And here it is. Gosh, we're, almost, we're approaching about 12 years on the app Store. And uh, it's still going strong, still helping people out. It's just, it's just been crazy. It's been super fun. So uh, that catapulted me, that app success catapulted me into entrepreneurship because from there, other people wanted me to help them make apps. So I started an app agency and I started making apps for other people. I wrote a book called Idea to iPhone. I um, launched more apps and now I'm launching my first app project, so a web app, uh, the first one I'm launching in like years since working for NASA, so uh, super exciting. Yeah, tech has been just awesome for me. I love combining uh, tech with empowering people for the better cause.
0: That is an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing. So with your company now, what are some of the big goals that you're looking to achieve over the next one to two years?
1: Yeah. So um, I still am going to produce some apps. I have a um, my own app, Gratitude Journal, which you can download at thegratitudeapp.com. I have another app that I'm hoping to launch this summer called Inner Winner uh, that will be coming out. But also what I'm super excited about is i just getting ready to launch hero.fm. And this is really super cool because it will allow people who have a gift and um, it could be, you're really good at gardening. It could be that you're really good at tax accountants. uh, You could be a really good business coach, whatever it is. uh, And you can share that knowledge privately to your audience. So it allows you to create a private audio feed of your trainings that your customers only have access to. And they just install it into their favorite podcast player and boom, they can learn from you on their time anywhere, any place. And they don't have to be tethered to a computer. They don't have to be um, finding time in their schedule for these calls or anything like that. They just get to go about their average day, their ordinary day, hit play, and learn. And so many lives are going to be transformed by this because really people have um, amazing gifts that need to get out even more. And also there's the flip side of this audience that is hungry for this knowledge. Like we, we we're just naturally curious individuals. And now we have this ability to learn from people anywhere, any place.
0: I think it's, a great idea to be able to have it so that they can listen and learn on their own terms. Like I know for me having, um, like re-listening to trainings and stuff, if I'm like, can you just like strip the audio and maybe let me download it so I can be out on the farm and (laughs) like do some stuff while I'm listening and not have to be tied down to the house or the computer. I really like that idea.
1: Yeah, right? So uh, the way it came about was I started a 21 day mindset reset challenge. I started it last summer, like just about a, just over a year ago. And I really wanted people to get results. So I did, I went live every single day for 21 days in a private Facebook group. People would show up. I mean, it was a great energy. People were getting huge results. But what I discovered is if somebody missed a day, they'd probably miss a second day and a third day. And then they weren't getting the results and they were beating themselves up because they weren't getting through it. And it was like the opposite of what I wanted them to achieve by joining. So like that, like, just like what you said, let's strip the audio, let's give it to them. And even that was really messy. Here's the link to the audio. Okay, well, how do I listen to it? Like, how can I get it on my phone? And it was, it wasn't convenient. So uh, using my tech knowledge, I'm like, okay, well, how can we just create an interface for people to upload their audios and their customers get a little button that they just hit install and they pick which podcast player they want to listen to it on and anytime there's a new audio it just shows up in their podcast player no logins nothing but it's still 100% private and uh, yeah it took a long time it took me probably gosh almost a year to come to this place so We're hoping to uh, launch in July with the beta version. So uh, that's going to be just to test the market, see who's interested, and then we're going to have the full version coming out probably in the autumn.
0: That's super exciting. So are there any, what's the biggest roadblock that's stopping you from achieving that launch?
1: Well, um, I think the launch, well, there's not really any roadblocks with the launch. What I think the roadblock is, it's getting to what we want to, our goals with uh, getting to version one. So there's certain benchmarks to make sure that the beta is adapted and that we have thought through the idea enough and made it easy enough for the entrepreneur. And I think the biggest roadblock will be, this is new this isn't like we are so used to getting access to videos or showing up into a Facebook group or showing up to a zoom call that actually just hitting play on your podcast player that's totally new and um, I think the people who will be offering it they kind of see how it works into their business model but because it's so new we're going to have to educate them on that. We're gonna have to help them through that learning curve. Um, I think the other obstacle is just current events, right? We can't ignore that. Uh, It's not an ideal time to be launching new products, uh, regardless, there's hard, well, there's probably a few, like (laughs) those designer masks are probably okay to launch right now, but uh, software products, you know, uh, People are tighter with their purse strings right, right now, and so they're they're thinking through buying decisions a lot more, uh, more than they had like a year ago or even six months ago. So those are probably the biggest obstacles. Oh, and well, yeah, unlike you, I've got children at home.
0: Unlike me, you have children at home? Is that what you said? I, I said like you. Like you, oh. I have children oh. at home. Yeah, <laughs> not unlike.
1: No, 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 no.
0: I was like, <laughs> yeah right like just the whole dynamics on everything just kind of shifts. Um, what do you do to get visible online or to market the products that you have?
1: right? I was just rehashing because um, we want to we want to launch uh completely organic we don 't want to do a lot of ad spend. So um, I'm going to be asking to be on a lot more podcasts and shows and be interviewed, but also, you know, something that has always worked in my favor with marketing is not making it about me or like this awesome thing that we created, but making it about uh, the people who have either purchased the product or using the product, like their customers and the results that people are getting. I think when you turn that spotlight around and you put it on your customers or even their customers, then it starts to spread word of mouth. People start to recognize. And when, for example, a coach, has customers and those customers are starting to get even better and more results because, Hey, I'm finally able to get this, this knowledge. I start starting to sink in. I'm starting to finally connect the dots and be able to listen all the way through, uh, your trainings. I'm finally able to get that. And not only just once, but I can do it. Like I can listen to a training a few times and really let it sink in. Um, they're gonna. those customers are definitely going to be getting more results. And when those guys get more results, they're going to be coming back for more from that instructor, that coach, that author, whoever it is, um, that expert and that right there, I think it's contagious. So, uh, is it a real marketing strategy? No, not at all. But I think if that's the backbone of our marketing strategy, then it definitely will catch on fire.
0: You'll have to let me know how everything goes with it. I'm super excited to, to keep in touch on it.
1: Yeah, I I definitely, well, you know, (laughs) I hope to amplify this enough where we're sharing some huge success stories. Um, right now we're just going to get a few people into the pre-beta launch. Some people that I love dearly and can't wait to see them succeed. So even before we launch the beta, we have some case studies to share uh, with people and how this is can be used and uh, the results you can expect from using it so yeah definitely I'll keep you in the loop um, I, I I personally you know like you know this growing up on a farm uh, being uh, uh, isolated um, it's y- having access to information is so absolutely critical I, I feel like even today with today's situations, the riots, everything that's happening. A lot of these millennials are upset because, Hey, I followed the system. I did all the right things. I went to school, I went to college, uh, you know, got the grades and now I'm broke and I got debt, you know, like this system's messed up and I've been there living out of my car broke. You know, I did all the right things and still couldn't get a job and it's because that system, there's so much beyond the system that you need to learn. And there's so many flaws in that system. For example, we are understanding that once you're done with school, you're done with learning. But in fact, that's when the fun learning begins. That's when you start learning cool stuff. And so, uh, this product hopefully will allow people all over the globe to get more access to training everywhere and they aren't restricted by things like, do I have the time? You know, like think about how many moms, how many moms don't have the time to sit at a computer or if they are finding that time to sit at a computer, how often are they interrupted? Right? If they could just go for a walk, push the kid in the stroller, learn and listen at the same time. That's so important. Then you're getting more inclusion. More people are able to increase their own personal worth their own personal knowledge and excel because when we have that happen, when we have that happen, uh, with women, minorities, people of all different backgrounds, they're going to get richer. They're going to have deeper pockets and they're going to start calling the shots and things are going to start to truly change at that point. Because right now the shots are being called at tables and boardrooms and golf games where most of these people would never get invited. So it's time to build your own table. And in order to do that, you need the knowledge. You need these experts passing on the baton and allowing you to gain that knowledge quickly and easily.
0: That's so true. Mm -hmm. Where, where can people find out more about what you do? Like more about you and what you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my website is Carla White org. And you'll hear, you'll find all my products there. And then, uh, this new product is hero. H I R O dot F M. So it's not E R O. It's H I R O dot FM.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today with us and sharing everything that you're up to lately.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. What a great podcast. Thank you for sharing your voice and your knowledge. It's super important.
0: Thank you. Well, will keep in touch. Okay. All
1: right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.